And it just goes to show. If you would have bought Bitcoin instead of stupid shit, you would be sitting on, on something delicious right now. Welcome back to Franchise Audio. Welcome back, everybody. It's fucking Jay in the building, and it's on a little special occasion right now. It is something special. We got Adrian in the podcast. Yo. Oh, no, I was just talking about the fact that it's Sunday today and oh, a beautiful yeah. day outside. It is a beautiful Always day. Always the matter. shade, bro. Always the shade. So, nah, it's good to be back, boys. I missed you guys so much. Uh, loved what you did with the studio, and I'm happy to nice, be here. Right? Beautiful. So we I'm actually happy because I haven't seen Adrian in like a long ass time. Like we haven't kicked it like this like in forever. So it's this is been a minute. yeah, this is dope as fuck. Yeah, Adrian's been a great friend of ours for for a long time now. He's been on the podcast before, but not on the new format, which is franchise audio. So it's nice to have him back. And yeah, we're excited to have you, man. It's gonna be a, an awesome time because we haven't sat down like you said with Adrian and just talked a little bit. And I feel like Adrian is one of our more interesting friends in the the way he does like certain things in his life and stuff like that. So it's nice to like come um, on the podcast and have you bring some perspective to it. Hell yeah, bro. Dog, the first thing I want to say is, is, is simple. It's the whole Bitcoin thing, right? Mm. We're, we're super bullish on the podcast mm. when it comes to, to Bitcoin. Me and, me and Jay have. Yep. But we were just doing Bitcoiner shit. If you guys haven't heard, it's yeah. a website that if you would have bought X instead of Y, you would have this, which is X is Bitcoin. And then Y is any interchangeable shit that you put that you've bought it in the past. And we just went through the, my favorite one, which is the Instapot. If you would have bought an Instapot, pot, in, which is $100 in 2010, if you would have bought Bitcoin instead of the Instapot, instead of the fucking stupid-ass Instapot, you would have $28 million. Sitting, chilling somewhere for you. That it's, hurts, bro. Whenever you want it, it's there. <laughs> and I think the, the biggest thing is uh, like how you're investing in, in, the, in the future. And the, the podcast, what me and Jay have like made it more out to be, is how you're investing in yourself, how you're investing in your future, and how you're, you're making sure that like certain things are our goals you're attaining but yeah. also taking care of yourself along the way so you could achieve that so we were talking a little bit about that before the podcast and bitcoin's one of those things man it's hot right now it's hot because it's good and i think jay has the best explanation when it comes to to why and we want to get your thoughts about about bitcoin mm. well first off i had no idea that that website existed and i'm not gonna lie i feel like i'm gonna go home it's gonna be like my new addiction yep, it's I'm a gonna, shitty website and no i'm pun just intended. gonna make myself feel like ass bro i'm yep. just gonna be crying while i look at this shit it's funny that you say that because as Eddie was showing it to you, I feel like you were just straight quiet looking at the screen. Like I just couldn't believe the numbers. Exactly. I was just yes. like, there's, there's yes. no way. I picked up that vibe of like, this motherfucker is looking at something for like the first time that has him a little stumped. Bro, stunned, shocked. I'm just like looking at the $21 t-shirt and I'm like, you know how many $21 Thank t-shirts since 2012 you. I've bought, Thank you. bro? You know how many times I've fucked off? Like you're saying $21, <sighs> $50 here, $100 here. It hurts, bro. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. just makes you, it puts things into perspective. Um, and, and so what's crazy about Bitcoin is that I'm somebody that's known about it for a while. It's not yeah. new to me. I, this is not like something that, you know, 2018, it started popping off and I'm like, oh shit, what is this? Yeah. I've known about, like, I've known about what the fuck Bitcoin is. For years. For no. years. For yeah. years. And just to put it into perspective, around 2015, 2016, I was living in California mm -hmm. and I lived um, in, in like Southern California and I worked at like Carolina Herrera, like this uh, oh. high-end brand. Yeah, yeah, it's like a high-end designer brand, right? right? They have great uh, men's cologne. Yeah, yeah, no, they have like suits and shit like that. But um, I, had, I had a lot of these like customers that were from Mexico. Yeah that they were called the bitcoin boys the and bitcoin I, boys bro oh god hey, i hate that i didn't run into motherfuckers like that but <laughs> the know, game, bro. Brother, on, bro. That. put yo. me on game i'm dying for yo it. and these guys they were like they would range from like you know in their 20s to like 
the 40s and 50s. I'm almost going to call your bluff on that. There's some fucking cowboys out there just caught the big crap boy. And this is 2015, 2016. This shit was not where it's at now. No, this was maybe less than 10K uh, a big coin for sure. Yeah, for sure. And bro, these guys were decked out in designer. And just like that's all they did. They were millionaires. They talked to me about that shit. And I'm like, oh, I got their number once. I'm like, oh, I'll think about it. Like, they're like, yo, hit us up. Like, we'll we'll teach you about this shit. I'm like, okay, bro, I was yeah. a dumb, naive kid. I didn't do the fucking research. Those those guys now, bro, I oh promise you, are like, they were already living comfortably. I can't yeah. imagine now. I, I, even if they yeah. kept 100 Bitcoin now. Yep. Even even, if they, yep. And I even know that 10. they had. And I know they had even that. Just 10 of them. Just and I know guys. they had that, bro. They had a bunch, huh? They had that. Yeah, in 2015, 2016, if you're calling yourself the Bitcoin boys. <laughs> yeah. God. I'm not dude. calling myself that with one Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah, thank you. It, I'm not calling you. myself yeah. a Bitcoin yeah, 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 boy yeah, yeah. or anything yeah. like that. Yep. Yeah, I barely yeah, call yeah. myself a Bitcoiner now. Yeah, no, yeah exactly. Yeah. I'm bullish on it. I'll buy every yeah, now and then. Exactly. Whatever I can afford. The Bitcoin boys now for sure are doing what we talked oh, the about. Bitcoin men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The <laughs> yeah. Bitcoin. They <laughs> the graduated. Bitcoin cowboys. Yeah, exactly. Went, went to school yes. for it. Yeah. Now they're sitting... Dog, Bitcoin you know, doctors. <laughs> yeah, Bitcoin they got their PhD. PhD at this point. You know, Adrian, just to put in perspective for you, me and and, and Jay um, were doing the math the other day, and there was this gentleman that he he was making investments at the time, and while he was working, he was putting in crazy amount of hours, 70, 80 hours a week, like crazy amount of time at work, mm-hmm. and he was like, I was making more off of Bitcoin by just, I would make more off of Bitcoin by just investing in it yeah. and sitting at the beach than working. I mean, just think about that. Like, there's not much to say about that. You're just sitting <laughs> at the beach. And, and here's why. Like, and here's, fuck, here's what I've known about wealth creation. Yeah. And like in the short amount of time that we've been like looking into it and, and trying to become financially free in the last couple of years. This is what I understand is number one and most important. You will never outwork your money. Never. Mm. Your money will always do more work for you if you're putting it in the right places. That's true. All hundred percent of the time. Yeah. Because you could only do so much with what your leverage is as far as yeah. Yeah. like time you have. Yeah. Your money will work that so much more for you. Sometimes triple and sometimes fuck. If Bitcoin, for example, sometimes 5,800% more. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. No, I, I agree with that because one of the reasons that I really resonate with that is because at least in my opinion, money is just a technology that was made to be able to use the wealth that you accumulated today, right? tomorrow yep. or the next yeah. day or the month after that so if you have an instrument that's there it's little it's literal purpose is to be a tool to make money you gain money from it why wouldn't it work harder at getting more money than you do yeah. like it's just it yeah. just sits there and does what it yeah. does especially if you put it in a good vehicle if you that, put it in a smart asset like that's smart sh- asset, it, yeah. it's just it's a it's a snowball effect it compounds itself it's, it's working crazy. with itself to get more of itself. I don't know. It's just crazy. And it's, the it's Bitcoin crazy. boys. This was 2015, <laughs> right? And, yeah. and this is the level of conviction it takes yeah, yeah. really to, to do something like this, to make investments. Because it takes risk. Like, come mm-hmm. on. Like, now yeah. Bitcoin almost looks like an easy, surefire thing because you're like, fuck, it makes sense. And, and that me, still depends on who you ask. Right, yeah. And, and let me be real. I mean, essentially, there's still risk in putting your money. A hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? A hundred thousand percent. Yeah. But, I mean, we've there's some statistic now to like... Yeah. Like, all right, bro, uh, we're talking fifty fifty six thousand yeah. dollars when two years ago we weren't even a quarter. Yeah. That. If yeah. you're measuring it like as a stock, it's gotten to a trillion dollars quicker than any company in the history. Well, any asset class. Any asset class. Any asset class. That's it's huge. gotten to a trillion dollars worth of market cap, you know, Not the only quickest. That, it's what it's 
what what has come from it as well the other currencies that have been able to come yeah from other it as economies well. that have sprouted that, yeah you know yeah you're 100 it, it created right. something it's yeah. not even just like of what it actually is it's yeah. what is created yeah it's an it's almost like an influencer you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying like it, it it's not itself it's everything around it which is yep. nuts bro and i think like we're talking about 2015 look bitcoin at 2015 that was a fucking amazing buy yeah. hindsight buy i don't even know what it was at but i can't even imagine i promise you no no more than like ten thousand, and nope. no less than five like around that but think about where i think even putting, less bro. i think it was maybe like around 20, 1,000 to two thousand. yeah because the 2018 was, was the low. was the big crash where it mm-hmm. went down from or like 2k from, or yeah, something from like 20. That. yeah it went up and then it went down to like yeah. three so, and then so the big right back up the bitcoin boys could have had 100 200 300 bitcoin and that was a great buy back then like fuck look at what it is now i can't imagine bro but that level of conviction takes courage because oh hard we're talking about risk assessment right yeah we're talking about they didn't work we're leaving (laughs) yeah in 2015 they weren't working yeah they were already doing that whole sitting on the beach shit bro yeah because they realized it quicker than us yeah exactly they're like wait because once i get enough going in there they're gonna catch me at miami beach florida you're gonna see me Taking a tan with pickles in my eyes and everything. Cucumbers, Bro, whatever the fuck. <laughs> and let me tell you, they were rolling like at least eight deep. Every time I saw them, which was every week, this yeah. this was like, they would shop, I mean, thousands of dollars, brother. Bitcoin boys. Uh, yeah, probably maybe doing some scams here too. Yeah, 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 I would what? believe that 100%. Yeah, the Bitcoin boys, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Everything yeah. was cash money. There was, okay. there was nothing traced back. You know okay. what I'm saying? They were doing yeah, some, I don't, don't want to be that guy either. You know? Yeah, I'm no. just saying. A couple right. things could have gone down. Doing the some dirty Bitcoin shit. Bitcoin boys? Okay. Yeah, I've yeah, heard yeah. about that gang, I think. <laughs> the, the, the hooligans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it takes some conviction to believe in something. Look, there's a story that I love reading every now and then when I'm like trying to invest in a company. I see the downs, right? I mm-hmm. see the fucking downs. And yo, it's... Come on. When you're reading all these like things coming out and you're seeing all this shit, you're kind of like, damn, is my money going nowhere? Right? Like, Bitcoin is one of those things that if you saw the crash, yo, you have to have a big set of nuts yeah. to hold on there. Yeah, yeah. And, and double down on it. You have to have a big set because now you're losing money that that money that you were thinking, oh, shit, it's going to take care of me in the future. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're not sitting at the beach yet. You're not exactly. still hoping for that day. Yeah. And you know what's crazy? Like, if you look at the data, um, like, about 75% of the Bitcoin that's owned has been owned for, like, a period of, like, eight years plus mm-hmm. so all it showed when that crash went down that these motherfuckers had ironclad hands yeah. and said come and get it i don't give a fuck what this yeah, shit goes yeah. down to i know what the fuck is up that's crazy Bro, that's scary to see your your net worth drop 80 90 percent and, like, and at that up. point hold having up. invested for like let's say eight years you're you're probably living different like let's be honest exactly yeah, yeah you yeah. look at your you know you look at that account and you're looking at that bitcoin price and you're yeah. like I That's can go to fucking Thailand money. for a month. Yeah. That's life And then all of a sudden you see that shit go boom. You got to be ready for that. Exactly. So I think that's the risk that like a lot of people and so need to think about. But bro, it, it's, it can pay off. Love, it, it happened when, when Apple finally was publicly traded. This guy was investing. Um, as soon as it started, he was investing, putting in little money every time he can. Uh, bro, just a regular, regular Joe Schmo, $70,000 a year. It's decent money. It's not, not nothing to frown upon, but... Nothing that you're going to be able to retire until you're yeah. 65. You know yeah. what I mean? So he was just putting as much as he could every now and then. And he held for 15 years. Oh, yeah? And he talks about this. He said, it's, it's, it's so much easier to say now that I held for 15 years that it made sense for me. Yeah. But there was still times that it was reported that the company was going under. There was still times that there was patents that they couldn't file. There was still times that the competitors were coming out in it. This and that. And guess what? It doesn't matter because he held for 15 years. Right. There was downs that he could have sold. He didn't. Then there was a 10-to-1 split, a 5-to-1 split, a 4-to-1 split. 
and now that guy is able to retire at 45 years old. He said, I held for this long. I'm able to retire at this age comfortably. Mm -hmm. That I can live a lifestyle that I didn't even envision for myself now. Because I had the conviction to make the decision of no matter what I hear, no matter what I see, I believe in this company. And that's what I'm talking about with Bitcoin. Like now you're going to have to come to my doorstep and kill me for it. I was talking to you about this the other day. I was talking to Jay about it. You're going to have to knock on my door and you're going to have to kill me and cap me <laughs> and get my iPhone password and everything to transfer the coin to you. <laughs> my kids won't even get it from me. Oh, my God. They I, won't even be beneficiaries. Let me ask you guys something. That's funny. As well. You guys bought, let's say, 2011, 2012, whenever the fuck. You guys got in early, right? Yeah. It's out what it's at today. Yeah. Are you guys Are selling... You are you off it? Are you saying, oh, uh, why would I? I'm, a, I'm, I'm staying right where I've been. Yeah. For the most part, right? There's no, there's no reason for me to back out now. Literally. Here's, when just uh, more people want to buy this shit now. Thank you. That's, yeah, that's what I've been thinking no about reason. a lot, too. Here's no what reason. I will say. I'll say, to get to this point, though, like, sorry to cut you off, no, but no, no, to get ahead. to this point, it would have been hard. Because oh, yeah. I would have seen that dip, like, it up in, you know, in the 40s and then yeah. right back down. And I would have been like, what the fuck yep. is happening? but you hold on for a couple more months because that's the thing about the internet and just like this day this age it's just like bro from one day to the the next bro look at snapchat i I don't want to get into that tangent but like just look at snapchat one moment it's up here the next moment one little thing happens boom tanks nobody fucking nobody uses snapchat nobody uses snapchat anymore but everybody still uses instagram facebook saw that bought them out yeah yeah facebook saw that with whatsapp too bought them out they held on they hold on and now look at the lucrative companies that they have but to the question is, there gets to a certain point that you've made so much money off of that asset yeah. that now maybe you you shouldn't be living a millionaire life, right? Yeah. Like you shouldn't be living a... But now you can live 100K a year. Yeah. I can live 100K a year and hold it nice and steady to the <laughs> chest. You'll have to kill me for it. I'm telling you, you're going to have to knock yeah. on my door. Because at that point, you're not going to outwork your money. No. So you don't have to. No, there's no way. Yeah. So I'm going to take it real easy then. Yeah, I'll take it chill. Now I'm going to take it easy and we'll see where it goes. But that you to get to that level, it takes conviction. It yeah. takes a high level of dedication and investing in yourself. We're bullish on Bitcoin. We love it. We just wanted to obviously. get your opinion. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, like obviously. I feel good that I'm on it now. Yeah, we I wanted to get that. your opinion just to see where it's at. Because, yo, in, dude, in 2010, yeah, you would have... I, I found out about Bitcoin in 2010 and I'm like, I don't even know what that is. I'm not even going to look into it. Yeah. Too complicated. I don't want to hear yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't even know what investing is yet. And now there's this whole thing, uh, cryptocurrency, huh? What? Yeah. No. Five years later, I'm like, no, now it's too expensive. Right. And now <laughs> is when I'm finally buying. And now I see it as even, oh, it's still this cheap? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, my biggest thing is I just want everyone to get off zero. Like, I want everyone to just get off zero Bitcoin. That's why I tell everyone, it doesn't have to be $1,000. It should be. <laughs> yeah. I'm not your financial advisor, though. Yeah, you yeah. do what you want. We're not but financial advisors. None of us, right? But... Just even if it's fifty dollars, if it's ten dollars, just get off having just zero of it and just get some and leave it there for a long time, and then we'll see what's up. Yeah. So we we just wanted your opinion on Bitcoin because, like I said, we're bullish on it, but yeah. um, we believe in in something like investing in things that just make sense and just makes sense for the future. And yeah. It makes sense for for dude. If we're being honest. We're, we're talking about short scale like our lifetime, but during the long length yeah. of humanity, mm-hmm. we are probably going to be an interplanetary species. Mm-hmm. The internet's going to get us there. Yeah. The internet makes transactions quicker. It makes it faster. It makes it safer. makes it less fraud. And dog, imagine like finally if we get to Mars and we're able to build some civilization there and have some certain thing. You're not going to pay anything in USD. No, sir. 
I'm so gonna, it's gonna be Bitcoin. I'm so over this interplanetary shit. You're done with it. I'm so over it. I'm just kind of like, why are we leaving this rock that we're on that we're not even like we fucked it up to a certain point 100%. and we can fix it? Like everything that we need is here. Why are we still thinking about Mars? I think that everything we need is here, and we're getting to a place that uh, technology is gonna get us to a safer, to a safer way of consumption, to a safer way of protecting the planet. I think technology is gonna get us there. I also think, though, that having less people on this planet is going to help its conservation. And this is why. Like, you see, do, do you guys remember Chernobyl? Yeah, yeah, of course. The power plant that blew up? Yeah. Netflix made an amazing show off of it. If you guys haven't watched HBO, or Nef- HBO, sorry. Don't give Netflix that much credit. Yeah. They do good work, but let's take it easy. Yeah, but not Chernobyl work. HBO made an, an amazing, amazing series, miniseries on, on uh, Chernobyl and it was very accurate to what actually happened in the events. Some things were dramatized for TV, but Chernobyl was a new. Like you were there, no? <laughs> I was uh, one of the scientists that yeah. that that activated. You were one of the mutants. <laughs> so Chernobyl was a power plant that blew up, and it was a nuclear uh, reactor that blew up. Yeah. But still, to this day, it's uninhabitable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like wildlife is just now Radiation starting to get now back it into just it. started getting back into it. But if you look at Chernobyl, it looks like a town that was deserted that now nature completely took over again. Like the world will heal itself. Eventually yeah. earth will heal itself. If you let it, if you give it right. the space and time to, if you're not chopping down a million trees, that's what I'm saying. And trees, by the way, are the most effective carbon emission reducers that exist. And they exist naturally. There's yeah. nothing that we've been able to, that's a fun fact. There's nothing that humans have been able to create that have been able to be as efficient as trees that's what i'm saying like everything in my opinion like everything we need is right here like literally everything like if i was to get a couple seeds from a couple of these trees and fruit trees and plants that are already around i can then put them into soil that i already own and grow the same shit yeah, yeah. what like i don't get why we're so fi- i, I kind of get in a sci-fi way why we're so fixated with interplanetary yeah. and mars yeah. and blah I think, I and think blah but science leads that way of just like all right, what's next? Literally, All right, what's yeah. next? Yeah, that's All true. All right, what's next? And I feel like that's what a subsection of like the scientific industry, like it, where they're going is obviously it's, it's been, I mean, we've been talking about Mars since the moon in like yeah. 1969, yeah. right? Yeah. So I feel like that's just like where we're headed naturally, but we fucked up the earth. Like we're at a point, honestly, yeah. where there's so many things going on, like with how bad we've fucked this planet up that realistically we're not gonna go back from like it's very hard we have to like literally as a whole as a fucking as a civilization as a whole we have to make changes like today yeah and drastic ones to like really take back the amount of damage that we're doing by the second yeah yeah it's a lot going on it's not gonna happen because of poverty like realistically like it's easy i get i think it's easier for us to say that as like people that are a little bit better off than like people in India, for example. No, for sure. Yeah. Like they, like what are you gonna tell them about using paper straws and shit like that, and 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 not sure. using plastic? Like for real, because poverty is so bad there is that they're everybody's looking to get out of it. Yeah. So I think what you're saying is true. Scientists is science. Science in general is always asking what's next. What can we explain? Where I think technology asks, okay, what's better? How do we make it more efficient? How do we get it easier? And how do we limit in certain ways how we destroy places? Because let's think, let's think for a second. Electric vehicles, that's a technology. Yeah. That is a technology about asking a simple question. But even that takes a fuckload of energy. It does. It takes a fuckload of energy. But think about carbon emission vehicles that we're using right now. If electric, which is still energy consumption at a high level, is better for the earth, fuck, think about what we've been doing for years. Yeah. And what we're still doing. And what we're still doing. Yeah. 
and I think I think in a big way, like Tesla and all these uh, different innovative uh, technologies are asking questions now with, damn, how can we make this better? Mm -hmm. Can we get there cleaner, yeah. more efficient? Does the world believe in it? And I think we do. I think for the for the most part, I think the world does believe in it. But it does take, fuck, dude. It takes people like Elon. It takes people like like Steve Jobs. It takes people that are now like it takes groups of people it takes it's, groups it's, of scientists to make huge changes just huge 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 and that's why like i don't want to get into another tangent but i hate it when people like don't believe in science or like just oh, discredit scientists and crazy. and and people that put in 10 15 20 plus years of research into just like one thing bro to then just discredit it it's fucking disheartening but doug what do you even say to those people like for real what do you say to people that don't believe in science like at there's that no point? argument that i could just try yeah. to like give them to change their mind if they think yeah. that way then i'm sorry they're gonna think that yeah. way what have the you rest heard of what is the craziest shit you've heard because first I, off I love flat earth the flat earth the flat thank earth god earth. yeah that's 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 a crazy one that's, hey, flat mean, earthers welcome to the fucking podcast <laughs> yeah like, i'm sorry like what always keeps me believing in science is like when you think of like sir isaac newton right and kind of like the laws of the physics gravity, and, yeah. and gravity yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. If you jump off a building, right, you like what's in motion typically stays in motion, right? Yeah. If I jump off a building, I will never, ever, ever go back up in the other direction. I'm only going to go down. 100%. And that's how, like, who is, how else yeah, can you yeah. explain that to me? Yeah. I, I don't, you know, I don't get that. It's something just so simple like yeah. that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I do, I yeah. You know what's the one that gets me? If flat earthers don't understand that we are able to accurately predict sending a satellite into orbit for it not to leave orbit right. to stay here yeah and then we're able to use that to communicate and yeah shit. like you guys use cell phones in right? like milliseconds in like milliseconds. you guys use cell seconds. phones right yeah of course. okay i mean it doesn't take much to be like if math can somehow get me to this point but it won't go too far yeah. it's not gonna go to the moon yeah it's gonna keep in orbit yeah and we're gonna rotate around the sun at the same time yeah the earth is probably not flat because if it was flat, it wouldn't have an access for something to orbit around. Yeah. But I mean, these are simple like arguments. But that's too that big you, brain for. Yeah, yeah. These are simple arguments that <laughs> I don't know. If, I think we talked about it once, but those flat earthers that gathered money on Reddit, like yeah. forty thousand dollars, <laughs> yeah. just to prove that the Earth was actually round. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. was the themselves wrong. Shit in the world. <laughs> yeah. To prove themselves wrong, yep. Dude, and I believe there was um there was, was so funny. There was a study done even back in the 1700s, just using simple shades around egypt mm -hmm. like around pillars using simple structures around uh around the sun and how in different points it would have a different shape if the earth was flat the shadows would be the same throughout no matter Entire what yeah, it's just a bunch of stupid shit it's like why can't you map out a flat earth then you know like because then like why is why is there no flat earth math uh, map because then you wouldn't be able to explain the travel time from like here to australia because if the earth is flat, it shouldn't take you yeah. 22 hours yeah, yeah. to get to New Zealand. Yeah. I, I love shit like that, though. Because those are not flat earthers. Not flat <laughs> earthers are out of their fucking minds. But I love questions like that that challenge some level of thinking or some level of science. Because, yo, it, for the most part, science is mostly theories. There's a, there's a couple of laws, of real course. laws, that we have to agree upon. Yeah. One of those is gravity, right? Yeah, like, gravity. You're not going to go up. Nope. I'm sorry. Yep. You need a lot of energy to get the fuck out of here. Uh, yep. It takes Literally. a lot. Literally. Um... But I love questions like that because, yo, that's the basis of everything. Yeah. That's what started really science in general, but what started 
things like yo greek mythology yeah. people forget that that was a way of explaining shit around them because people didn't understand shit back yeah then. of course nothing like legitimately. gods and deities and shit yeah like, it's raining today because poseidon yeah, the world. Yeah. i think yeah it might how, be how yeah. else do you explain rain like yeah. if you have no basis yeah i explain it pretty easy because like we went to elementary school yeah, we had yeah, textbooks yeah. everything course. but like back then you would have been stoned for saying the water cycle huh yeah. the what cycle and, sir and, and how much simpler is it to say oh it's an it's a it's an it's a divine entity that's wishing rain upon us how much easier is that to say than, oh no, precipitation from the heat goes up into the clouds, the clouds accumulate this, and then it, it, it rains down on us. Yeah. That is, and you know why science is real? Because it asks difficult questions, gives you difficult things to prove, and then through math it proves them. Yeah. Like, look, this is all provable. And that's why I like science in that way. But these are important questions to ask anyway, because it, it's important to, to understand where we're going inner for the conservation of it because yes interplanetary i don't mean like this in the next thousand years yeah i think we still have so much on earth to utilize and so much on earth to preserve because we need to last another thousand years to get anywhere and we need to last another hundred thousand to get anywhere and that's really where it, here's our planet here's what we need to take care of to even get to interplanetary forget inner intergalactic we need to first travel to mars and how are we going to do that if we're going to fucking if we're not going to make it here yeah, I just, sometimes I just, it kind of freaks me out, like, kind of how you, like, hear Elon, he's like, oh, Mars is soon and everything, because... Yeah, he says a year, fuck him. He needs funding for Starlink. Like, a theory that's kind of been floating around, like, with the whole thing with the dinosaurs, is that it's not, like, specifically, like, one asteroid. No, or the one a lot of them. them out. It was, like, a series of different events that eventually wiped those motherfuckers out. And then I just think of it in the context of us, like, if we just continue to do all this other different shit... And even if our attention is 1% diverted on Mars, it's not giving it the 100% to Earth that I, I get, feel I like that. Earth deserves. I and, I get, and I get the whole thing of like how you were saying that we progress there naturally. And I love that, to be yeah. honest. So it's like a double-edged sword. But I just feel like it's, it's not that serious right now. Because what do you want to go to Mars for? To, to play soccer on an empty, on, on an empty field? There's nothing there. There's it's no structures. Why, it's the same reason why, we all want, why every fucking country wanted to go to the moon. It's like the bragging right of like, yeah. I did it first. Yeah. No. I got here first. I, I got to be honest with you. I think Mars might be more like, do you guys remember when, um, when Manifest Destiny was a thing in the United States? Manifest Destiny? So when the West was yeah, unexplored, nothing. the West was completely unexplored in America. And they said, yo, free land. we'll give you free land. Go explore it. Go explore it. Survive. Like the Oregon Trail. Why did that sound rowdy as fuck? Because, because it was, those were the pioneers. That was the Wild the, West. Yes, bro. Because the, that, that was how the Wild West became lit. the Wild West. The Wild West. I need to get more culture on this. Bro, this is it's crazy. It's, it's, um, I just never heard that term. Manifest. That, well, we killed all the buff. We killed an in, yeah, well, in, we the up. entire population of Buffalo to survive. And what we did to Native Americans and what we or did Native, to, uh, Native uh, communities. Absolutely terrible. Insane. We drove them out, killed them in their tribes and everything to take the land. Because guess what? The president of the United States at the time, I forgot who it was, said... The West is free territory, pops. All yours. You'll Just be part of America. Go, go take it. Damn, so they went and fought for that shit. And they went and they took it. But I think Mars might be on that level because guess what? If you're able to go, it's not going to be easy. It takes like two weeks to get there. No, it takes a lot longer. It's three, six months. That's what I'm saying. Depending like, on the trajectory. That you're trying to do all that? Like, who has three, six months to no, no, just no. And hold on. sit in a, in a, in a seat and just logo, sit there? Right. No, no, but no. I'm sure by that time we're going to have Uno... Fucking or a little bit more spacecraft, yeah. but still, like, and bro, you could probably ball up <laughs> in the spacecraft and everything. You're thinking of traveling in a tin can, There's some PS7s of, in there. You know, oh I'm thinking God, we're gonna bro. travel in some shit, but I think it's gonna be something like that. Like countries are gonna now give incentives, 
This is my thinking. Yeah, right? yeah, Countries sure. are going to give incentives. To See, like, but I think that's a problem too. The whole yeah. country mentality. Now, again, I think again it should be Mars. right. I yeah, think yeah. it should be a global effort if we're getting if we're trying to get to that point. But that's not going to happen I because, so you know, unfortunately, like that utopia. Shit. It's it's the mm, it, go, it comes down to human nature and wanting to be the best. Yeah. And having yeah. like that pride. To like, no, the USA did it first, or yeah. Russia did it first, or Japan. Or the credit. Land Everyone wants their credit. It's gonna be ours. like that, and that's that's the fucked up thing. Yeah. It's and honestly, and honestly, going back to like Earth, bro, this place is fucking beautiful, dude. It is. I love and this place. This place is fire, bro. And so many people have not experienced half, not even a fucking fraction of what the fuck this place is. And it's a beautiful place, and unfortunately, like, we need to take it a little bit more seriously. Yo, you just actually speaking about that because it reminds me. You just went on a pretty exciting, exhilarating experience that you could have on Earth. Bro, I'm still on a high, dude. Yeah, I'm not gonna talk fight. to me about that. You went skydiving recently, no? Bro, I just went skydiving this uh, this past weekend. Um, how do I even? Exp- I can't. I can't put it into words. Really, what I felt. But um, honestly, the absolute most adrenaline pumping experience of my life. I mean. I can imagine. You're jumping out of a fucking airplane. How at high four, in the air? 14,000. 14,000 feet. 14,000 feet. To get up there alone, it was about 15 minutes oh, of just going straight up. Wow. Um, I mean, I get fucking like, excited yeah. just talking about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, bro, there's so many emotions that go in, in through just jumping Talk itself. Through it, dog. Oh, for sure. To, what got you to, to first? What got you to, to want to skydive? That's first. Um, and then talk me through yeah. the entire, like, you got there. and What was that like? So skydiving is one of those like bucket lists, you know, a lot of us have it on a bucket list. A lot of us, you know, say that we're going to do it once in our life. And that was me for a long, a long time. I just, I never got the opportunity, uh, opportunity to go with a group or I just never set the time to go alone. Like, you know, um, and one of my, one of our boys, Mario, he's, uh, he's doing some big things and he was going this weekend and, uh, I just decided like, we talked about it and I decided, you know what, fuck it, bro. Like. I, I have the means to do it. I have the time. I Like, what is really stopping me? Like, why yeah. can't I just go and do it? And I'm the kind of person that once I put something like that in my mind, I'm going to do it. Yeah. You know? And, um, bro, I just, yeah, I booked it. I, I made a reservation, and uh, I was out there Friday. He picked me up. We went out. Um, and the way that he was making it seem to, like, this place is usually packed on, like, weekends and stuff, but we went on a Friday so he was like, bro, you know, our check-ins at nine, you're not gonna, you're not gonna jump ideally until like 12 plus, wow. like it's gonna be a minute before you jump. So I'm like, oh, all right, bro. I have that in my mind. Whatever. We get there. I check in at nine, bro. I swear to God, they gave me a, they, they, they make you sit down for this video. It's like 20 minutes long, five minutes into the video. The person comes back in, shuts the video off. They're like, you're on the first load. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> wait, wait, you don't have to you still watch the video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, there? I'm like what? What's the video talking you through? It's pretty much the hey, waiver. How to survive it's in pretty case much this the happens. waiver that you don't read. It's pretty much legal <laughs> shit. Yeah. And uh, they're just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you sign the waiver, first fucking, <laughs> first load, get the fuck out there. I'm like, well, I mean, yeah, let's go, let's do it. So, uh, like, the feeling of that nervousness really hadn't God, built up yet. Damn. It hadn't really hit me yet. I'm putting on, I'm just trying to focus to like not fuck up. Like I'm not trying to die. So I'm just like, I'm breathing. I'm like, usually when it comes to things like, like, like that, where I'm like cliff diving, doing some crazy shit like that. I really try to put myself back. Like I try to ground myself as much as possible. Obviously my nerves sometimes get, you know, get the best of me, but I really try to breathe and like put myself in the moment so that I'm just like trying to soak it all in. Yeah. I was really, honestly, I was really not that nervous. Okay. 
I get in the helicopter, not the helicopter, it was, a, it was like a propeller plane. It was like a caravan plane. And I get in that shit and I'm hooked up and the guy's like walking me through what we're going to do. He's like, yo, you're not going to have to do much. Just the moment that I tap your shoulders, just open up your arms and kick your legs back and just have a good time. And I'm like, all right, bro, let's fucking do it. And yeah, sure enough, bro, we get up there finally. Honestly, that's the worst part, bro. Getting up. Oh, yeah, like, the anxiety like, will that, kill It's just you. building, bro. It's just you're looking out the you. window and you're just going straight up, bro. And it's high, huh? It's high. It's high. And, and you're just like, you're looking at your altimeter, your hand's shaking. It's just going up and up. And, um, and it's just like that, that like, fuck, let's just get this shit done already. And bro, whatever, we get up there, they open that sh- the, the fucking door and you just feel that wind just, it's just fucking going crazy, bro. And, uh, people just start going out like fucking flies, bro. The first people going out are like the, the professional jumpers that they're doing it alone. They're just out yeah. there, just out there, just backflips out of sending, the plane. I heard that, that those people like pay like nothing. I think it's 20 the bucks, fair. 20 like bucks, 20 bucks. Once you like graduate and you can. And you can do it anywhere in the world. Anywhere. Yeah. Buy wherever. Wherever yeah. they have a plane that jump, can get you there. Jump out a plane. Mm-hmm. Anywhere. She yikes. Bro, and so, yeah, I mean, people just start, you know how, like, I, I hope you guys don't litter, but, like, you know, fucking throw some shit out the window, the car window, and it just goes, yeah, 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 Same yeah. shit. Just like that. It's like, you just fucking see people just hop Fuck out, and that. they're gone, pops. And whatever, it's, it, you know, it got to our turn. We scoot up to, like, the edge, and he's like, bro, just uh, kick your legs out and then tuck them under the plane. And then we're going to like, we're going to do a one, two and a three. And on three, we're fucking out. And I'm like, well, I'm not holding anything. I'm not going to tell him no. Like I'm out here, bro. And yeah, sure enough, I'm holding onto the harness and we're fucking rocking. He's like, ready, set, boom. And we just fucking book it, bro. And, um, and yeah, I mean, it's so hard to explain like the different kinds of sensations that you feel because there's so many and it's in like a three minute span. Yeah, for Um, sure there's like a feeling of just like free the moment that you hop off that plane it's just like it doesn't feel like you're falling like you know i'm pretty sure you guys have done like the drop of fear or something similar where it's just a roller coaster going straight down yeah that like stomach coming up to your chest i didn't feel any of that like there it's i've heard that you're not the first person that i've heard that it's not that feeling it's a it's a different feeling it's just like it's, it's like just bliss i've heard bro it's just air it's yeah. just air pressure coming at you and yeah. you're just like trying to take it in and you're just like what the fuck how's the breathing can you breathe bro so the breathing so you're breathing the air that you're breathing is not the air from down here it's the craziest thing it's wow. just clean like bro you're breathing this air and it's just fucking punching you in the face bro for like a, a solid minute you're free falling yeah wow you're just free falling for a minute and and bro you're looking down and like i was above clouds I went through a cloud. Holy shit. I went through a fucking cloud. I I ate a fucking cloud. Like it was, bro, it was insane. Um, and, and so like that initial drop, it's like one certain like falling feeling. And then as you're going, it's a different one. Like it almost feels like you're on a, just a, a nice mattress. Like it's just the air pressure is coming at at you from like the bottom so hard that you don't feel like you're falling. Like how people have told you, you don't feel like you're falling. Then you pull the chute. And that's a did whole other fucking experience. Did, did the first time I did it. Oh, because I did it twice. Okay. I did it twice that day. The first time I did it. The first time the guy did it, and uh, we were like about 5,500 feet when, when he pulled. And, bro, he pulls it, and the first thing he, he does is like, first off, I'm like, fucking, yo, what the fuck? Because it pulls you up, right? It pulls you, but it's not like it hurts or anything. So it's not like whip. No, it's just, no, no, no. Uh, and I've heard people like really like fuck up their necks and shit, but honestly, it wasn't that bad for me. 
And uh, the first thing he asked me when we pulled it, he's like, bro, Adrian, do you like, uh, do you like roller coasters? I'm like, dude, fuck yeah. Like, I'm, I'm skydiving. Like, yeah, he's like, before I could even finish that, he's like, boom. And he just pulls on the fucking parachute and we just whip it. Bro, yeah. we whipped, bro, whipped it. And I swear to God, I'm not going to lie for a little bit. I felt a little nauseous. Yo. Because, bro, it's a weird fuck. feeling. Now, like, not free falling, but, like, being... I like 5,000 feet and you're looking at the floor. You don't know how, how much that yeah, distance is. Yeah, you can't is. tell the yeah. distance. It's disorienting. Like, it's super disorienting. And you're just going in circles. Like, this guy was just whipping the parachute. And it was fun as fuck, bro. But, like, what an experience. And that was a whole other, like, feeling itself. Then it was, like, a different sensation about to land, too. Yeah. Because, bro, we're going fast. So, max speed, when you're falling, is 120 miles an hour. <sighs> Shit. You're going 120, pops. Wow. Once you pull the chute, obviously it's a little slower, but like as you're landing, you don't realize how fast you're going. Until you land. But like people are like so they have other like professionals like running towards us so that they can pull the chute so we don't fly away again. <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> that sounded hilarious. Bro, it's funny, and you see them running and you're like, yo, I'm gonna kick this guy in the face. And like you see them like looking like little ants, and all of a sudden they're in your face, and you're like, yo, like and then you I'm see booking people, it. Bro, you're booking it. And then you see people drop and you're like, yo, if you fuck that landing up. You you can fuck yourself up. Really so like hard, yeah, you know it's it's hard, it's hard. And bro, I mean it's just hard to explain everything that goes on in those three minutes, but I promise you, bro, it's scarier than it seems. Like it, it looks scary and it sounds scary as fuck, but like Yeah, you're not but you're not easing any stresses when mm, I'm gonna go no, jump no. from a fucking plane, that's for sure. But I promise you, bro, for me at least, if you're anybody that likes somewhat of adrenaline like you're somewhat of an adrenaline junkie you don't have to be crazy and like yeah like motorcycles and go 180 miles an hour and you know be that on that extreme mountain bike but if you like shit like that yeah no if you like like adventures and shit like that bro skydiving and experience i i think you should you should definitely what made you do it twice (laughs) um honestly in the same day too yeah honestly they had a promotion. Um, <laughs> the fucker was shopping the deals 14,000 yeah, yeah. feet in the air. So they had a promotion for like, so the first one was like 180 bucks just to do it the first time. But then if you bought it, if you bought your second jump that day, you don't have to do it that day. You can do it whenever. You can come back and redeem it whenever. But it was $99 only if you bought it that day. Wow. So I figured, look, I like this shit. Like it wasn't like I jumped and I was like, nah, I, like that was a one-time thing. Yeah. I was like, bro, I kind of fuck with this. So I figured, bro, 99 bucks, you know what, fuck it. I, I put it back down. And then Mario hadn't jumped yet. So I had to wait anyway, like, in, in the airport until he at least um, jumped again. So I was like, bro, you know what, fuck it. Like, I'm not just going to sit here and, like, yeah. watch him jump. And we ended up getting on the same load wow. together for the second time. Yikes. And then the second time, I was able to, one, do 360s. The guy told me how to, like, how to position myself and, like, in midair, like, go like that. And we did some 360 spins on both sides. And then I pulled the chute, and then I like I tuck, we both tucked in our arms, so we went faster for like five seconds too. Holy yeah, it was a it was you a guys crazy. Are some sick fucks man. going 120. Let me see if I can hit 125. Yeah, 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 bro. It was an fucks. insane experience. Like I, it's hard to explain. That's um, wonderful. man. It was beautiful. That's it was a, really it was a beautiful. Fun. It was blissful as fuck, bro. Yeah, I've been I've been I've been meaning to to do it, and I saw you jump, and I'm like, fuck, like every every time I see one of you guys, I inch forward a little bit. <laughs> Just take but that leap, bro. Yeah, it literally. Takes, yeah. It takes it takes some some nuts to get up there on the plane. Even though I I've looked up the statistics and it's like, it's rare, bro. Even it's like ninety eight point nine percent, like you're fine. Oh, like chances of dying. Yeah, you're saying? yeah. Oh, yeah. Like it's the rare, chances yeah. of dying is like point eight. 
Sure, there's higher chances of skiing, right? Way higher skiing. Yeah. And sure. uh, no, I love skiing. Car accidents. Bro, I, I saw skiing. when I saw you do that one day skiing, <laughs> you you had a ten percent chance and like, <laughs> and you almost hit that shit. You had a ten percent and you almost got that shit. Did you oh. guys see me bust my ass skiing? No, but this man looked oh, yeah. like a rag doll. That yeah, shit was yeah, it I was hit, scary. I had a crazy speed, but it, you're you're good out there. You know what I mean? You just gotta keep a positive mind when you're hitting. The <laughs> yeah, yeah, you gotta keep a positive <laughs> mind. Yep, going everything's gonna turn out just how you need it to. You know what fucks me about skiing though? That yeah, they tell you to pizza. Sure, you get pizza all you want, but when I'm going fifty six <laughs> on them, yep. I cannot pizza ni pinga. No, that I'm pizza in the cardboard thin, box. I didn't go. Yeah, yep. thin slice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going thin slice, and I'm going because I remember I was going like the first time I was skiing. I remember I hit like. Yo, honestly, I didn't have my phone on me, but I was at least going 30. And that already was too fast for me. Because then I can't control any binga. Yeah, you catch some speed out there for sure. You can't, I can't control shit. And you know what I'm going to do. I'm going to bust my ass. <laughs> and so in, in perfect fashion, on brand, I go, I flip, and, and your girlfriend, Brittany, yeah. she came up to me. She's like, are you okay? Because I <laughs> shit. I was covered in snow from head to toe. <laughs> She actually came around and she didn't even want to tap me because she thought I was done. Pops, I came out of that shit looking like the abominable snowman. <laughs> Just to make sure that I rolled off, I, I didn't get back up there. You, 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 no, you kept I knew it I, humble. You kept it humble. No, because I knew I tested my, my luck there. I knew there I tested my luck and it was yeah, it was enough for the day for me. I had some sugar waffles after. That shit was delicious. But the skiing, you know what I want to get into? The, the snowboarding. Mm, it's tough. It's fucking tough. Bro. I want to get into hard. the snowboarding. I want to go like... That shit hit. took every ounce of my energy, bro. Yeah? Just to eat shit. Just to literally it's, be bad. Everybody says that it's the worst experience ever as you're starting it's off. It's so hard, bro. But once you start shredding, it's delicious. Yeah, it, it, it looks so peaceful. Bro, and, I, and I went into it like, yeah, I've skated before. I've done some surfing. I got this. Got this. No, that shit got me. Bro, that shit yeah, was real. tough. It's real out there on the slopes. For real. I, I honestly, I like, I have a lot of respect for all these motherfuckers in the Olympics, dude. Sixteen years old, shredding it, grabbing that shit like nothing. No way. You know, you lived in Cali for a, for for two years, no? For two years. For yeah. two years, you didn't get out there and surf and and. I surfed and I skated like every fucking day. Yeah, and nothing not compared surf. to snowboard. Not surf. Surf, it was a little bit more sparse because I never had my surfboard, but skated every fucking day snowboarding no because i would have to like it was a drive and that was during a season obviously but um no nah, i've only snowboarded that one time but it's not comparable you, you, to skating you would say maybe the just the way that you like stand on the board bro but like even, <laughs> everything else yeah the even, way you have to lean the way you pick up speed everything nah, else is completely nah, different. i mean at least for me that one time nah maybe if i get it a, a little bit more down like if i try it a couple more times but you know, I feel like snowboarding is one of those where, like, if you don't live somewhere where you can snowboard regularly, like, at least every year comfortably, it's tough to get into. Because to go every year, like, maybe yeah, just like three days. Make a trip like, out of it, yeah. It's tough. And if you go three days, you snowboard for three days, what are you really picking up there? No, not much. You, you have to be shredding it, like, yeah. yearly yeah. To, to be able to yeah. learn something at that point. Yeah. What, what would you say skydiving compares to as far as experience, like, that you've had? That's tough, man. It's like its own. It's in its own it's, uh, it's a, realm. Yeah, it's in its own bracket, bro. Bro, you're jumping out of a plane in fourteen thousand yeah, and feet of altitude, and maybe like that's crazy, Doug. And maybe if I would have gone, like if I've gone bungee jumping, I could possibly compare it to that, but I haven't. Um, and I've no, heard it's not the same thing. No, yeah, yeah, I don't. I wouldn't. I don't think so. Bungee jumping, just the, uh, the anxiety of going up in the plane, bro. Yeah, that's bro. a whole factor. That's a whole mental game. I feel in like it's I itself. Could, no, but you know, I feel like I could skydive a lot easier than bungee jumping. That's guys. what I say. Bungee jumping takes some real ones. That's what I say. 
off a yeah. bridge you're just saying woo it's a it's it's but bungee jumping what makes it scary for me is it's that feeling of falling like you're feeling yeah it. yeah you're yeah. You you're not high enough you. yeah, yeah you're not yeah. high enough where it's like oh no like you're just fucking sending it bro yeah it's a bigger drop of fear it's a, it's a drop of fear on steroids which i've retired by the way the, <laughs> yeah. the no drop of fear no yeah, drop I'm, of fear i'm done with those things and i've been done for the past like four years i, I hate heights bro. you had an so opportunity I, I to go skydiving recently you said fuck no nah, babe, yeah, babe. Nah. i mean i'm i'm not i want to call myself an adrenaline junkie i don't shy from it but i'm not somewhere where i want to skydive and the crazy part and how i know i'm pussy is because <laughs> i always told myself when i get to 18 years old there's no way i'm not skydiving I got to, I remember I was, it was like my 19th birthday <laughs> and I hadn't thought about skydiving at all. And then it kind of creeped into my mind. And I was like, fuck no, baby. <laughs> Hell no. There's no way you'll catch me. Really? Because not for the foreseeable future. I don't want to say there's no way for the foreseeable future. No. It well, would take like money. Like you would have to pay me. <laughs> for real. Like, really? Yeah, I was about to ask, like, what would it take for you to actually do it? Yeah, money, but you have to pay me. Like, all right, what are we talking? Like, like $30,000. Yeah, what the fuck? Dog, you're buying, the, you're buying the plane that you're jumping I'm, out of. I'm on there if you give me the ticket. 30 G's and I'm Gucci. That's the only thing keeping me right now because I got a whole trip plan and shit. I just don't want to nah, buy a ticket. Not even for getting real? a ticket for like me will do it. Yeah. 30 G's? So never. Like, nobody's going to pay you 30,000. I mean, see. you don't never know. That's why oh, I'm, yeah. I'm putting it out into the world <laughs> now, right? So anybody listening, yo. Anyone, you know? You want to have a good laugh? You want to see Jay shit himself <laughs> in the air? Like they say you got to speak beautiful things into existence, right? That's what I'm doing. You got to manifest but, it. But, bro, baby, that's what I'm saying. For the foreseeable future right now, it's just, if, bro, listening to you tell that story, I was legit. Like, I had anxiety. <laughs> and then you mentioned, like, the whole landing. It's something I never even thought about. Like, I to make sure you land right because yeah, yeah, yeah. the pinga and I never thought about the yeah. whole um like the pull from the harness and like the parachute pulling now those are two things that you've added into my psyche that I'm like fuck brother it's what, not, you thought it, it was free fall yep, city yep if I was just diving out of a plane and like that's it okay maybe but now I gotta do all that the whiplash the mundo I you don't know, know. bro paratroopers <laughs> Paratroopers, you got to give it to them, dog, because they, oh, well, to go and save 100%. people's lives, and, and, and they jump 38,000 feet. What's See a paratrooper? It? Paramedic troopers. Like, in the middle of war and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like be jumping out of, seals don't be all, jumping yeah, out of yeah. planes 30,000 feet in there. No, 14,000. No, not only that. They're jumping in the middle of a fucking war. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. You have yes. to... With what? the enemy. They're jumping in where and the enemy's at. And, dude, there okay. was this guy. The guy that changed David Goggin's life was someone that survived a 37,000-foot drop with no parachute. What? Huh? 37,000 feet he survived. With he no parachute? Landed, he, it didn't pull. <laughs> landed the right way. Yeah, yeah. Landed the right way. There's no right way at 37,000. Thank you. I'm glad somebody said that. Landed the right way in the right territory. Oh. Obviously, it makes it makes a difference because if you're landing on a bed of rock, see you later. That motherfucker landed with God. That's yeah, the yeah, only he person that was there with him when he bro, landed. Bro, broke almost everything in his I body. Mean, claro he didn't break everything? <laughs> <laughs> you're telling me he didn't break everything in his no, body? No, no. He broke a lot of shit in his body. But, bro, he lives to tell the tale. He lives in the Keys. I would almost imagine would. that he's missing some things from his body that he originally had before he hit the floor. You know what yeah, I mean? Maybe I like a couple bones or a couple body parts something here for anymore. sure because you know something is different after oh, surviving 30 th dog if i s let me be honest with you on this podcast if i survive thirty-seven thousand feet nobody could talk to me ever again the same way yeah, yeah. no no about anything about nothing about no, nothing no, yeah no, for no. real he lives in the keys dog he goes fishing and everything he's yeah. chilling he lives on the boat 
No, I'm serious. Wow. That's the guy that changed David Goggins' life and made him be, want to become a paratrooper, a SEAL, everything. 37. I can't, I can't comprehend that's that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's a number that I can't even, like... Yeah, you jump 14. Yeah. Imagine double that and then add some more to it. Yeah, yeah. Because just because... And no parachute. And take away the parachute. You're adding, but then take away the parachute <laughs> yeah, at the end. And then they start telling you, no, but you don't need it's this crazy. and you don't need that. No, yeah, but... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Forget about that. Forget about Bro, this. He knew I, he was I seriously can't comprehend that. He knew he was fucked when the <laughs> second one didn't pull. <laughs> No, of course. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. knew I would be fucked the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yep. The, by the time the first one doesn't pull, I'm like, hey, Because they have three emergency uh, shoots. The first one didn't yoinky. <laughs> the second one didn't yoinky. <laughs> and then by the third one, you're just kind of at that point, you're like, well, that's what is going through your mind at that point? Like, those are shit. I think family and memory. Like, you, you yeah, know you're going to die yeah, at that point. I mem- think. Like, just your life flashing before your eyes. Like, damn, I lived a good life. Or fuck, I should have. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that got it on this plane and yep. been a paratrooper. Yep. But I was thinking of like exhilarating experience because I know you you recently went to to Utah and you went to Zion. Yeah, bro. And there's um, I, have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen like, pictures landing. and everything. Well, have I don't you seen know. Angels I don't landing know, though, like specifics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't so, like the pictures this motherfucker sent. That's basically all I've seen of. Okay, Utah. so there's this thing in Zion sw- called Angels Landing. I guess sweaty palms just thinking about it. And like I I thought that skydiving would somewhat compare because I'm trying to do I'm trying to do Zion. And I thought skydiving might compare it to as far as, hmm. yo, this feels nervous. This gives me anxiety. Y- yes. This takes some courage to do because Angel's Landing is a hike up and you're on a rope, dog. And maybe this much of space. It's about at some part, like at some parts, it's about like these two tile, like that's it. And then it's fucking drop to like, I don't know how many thousand, like maybe a thousand, two thousand feet. Jesus Christ. Sometimes it's just one tiles like worth of space and just like a chain that it's for people going up and down uh-huh. so if somebody's coming down like you guys are like yo uh i'll move or yo uh can you move so i can go and yeah, then eh? like bro and you looked i tried not to look down brother like if you look down yo shit's crazy but it's comparable to to skydiving in the sense that that feeling of like just adrenaline is nuts but obviously like the, the feeling itself of doing this thing is not the same yeah but Angel's Landing is like the thing to do at Zion National Park in Utah. It's a beautiful, like once you get to the top, it's a beautiful fucking uh, view. It, it looks, I have pictures I'll show you later, but it looks like you're looking at like Jurassic Park. Like it just looks prehistoric. Bro. Yeah. It, the fucking park looks beautiful. It's like giant canyons and these big ass mountains with trees and it's beautiful. But to get there, bro, it's about a two and a half mile hike and you're just like, it's steep, brother. You're just going like it. Put it like this: It took us about three or four hours to do the entire thing, and it was just two and a half miles. Two and a half miles, like, that's nothing. I ran three and a half miles today. Yeah, and the and the actual like skinny part where you're, you're like on the cliff, it's 0.5 miles, and brother, it takes you about an hour, hour and a half. But uh, and it takes a, a set that you need them on you, bro, at all times. What what I found crazy is going up and going down. Bro, there's kids, there's random, like, adults that are just, like, running this shit. Just, like, this is a trail for them. Yeah, it's crazy to me that this place is legal. Bro, to the, and, and you open know, to the public. You know what's even crazier? I think, damn, I have to look up the statistics, but less. it's less than 10 people have died since, like, 2003 or some shit like yeah. that. Yeah, that's impressive, bro. Like, to die, you honestly, you have to be comiendo lo que yeah. te pollo, bro. Like, yeah. You gotta be eating shit. Yeah, your head has to not be in the game in a way that just doesn't make sense. Nah. No. Is that one of the most beautiful sites? I think, like you think, one hundred percent. Is it the I, most beautiful site? I, I would say yeah, and I. Ha- it's just it's like almost spiritual. Honestly, I think I would have like. Angels Landing is what they call that yeah. place. This shit's 
high up there, dog. Yeah. You're overlooking the entirety of the of the park. Yeah, because the park itself is already elevated. Then Angel's Landing is like above that. I don't think it's the high. I, I I don't know the statistics, but I don't think it's the highest point in in Zion. But it's one of them. Like you're up there, and bro, you're like almost not. You're almost at the clouds, but you're up there, brother. Yeah. Like you're looking down, and you see a little road, and it looks like tiny painted. It looks like mm, a fucking a little brush. It's crazy. Um, it's beautiful, bro. And you you try to get to the edge, or like as close, and you're looking down, and you're like, bro, we're high. Like, birds are, like, circling at that. You know what I'm saying? Like, birds are just chilling up there like that. Like, ah, uh, you know, looking down. Like, it's, it's a fucking beautiful thing. And I'm about to go again. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I'm going in April now. Wow. Oh, yeah, because you guys are... are We're doing are, a little trip. A, a little trip, dog. A little group trip. You see, I, I want to get into more things like that, going camping, and like RV camping. Like, maybe not, like... You know, get, pitch a tent for two weeks. And I'll be pitch honest, is not I'll be honest, the worst thing in the it's world. It's really not. It's, it's a not. beautiful experience too. It, it really puts you in a different, in a different state, bro. Like yeah, you, you know that sure. that week after doing something like that, you just feel like more human. You feel more like, of course, you appreciate things. You know what I'm saying? Like just living in a tent for a, a couple of days, like it's a cool experience. I I, I love it. I think like I think we have like a natural instinct to like float to nature in some course. sense. Of course. As like an animal. Of course. Like we have this natural connection. We drift away from that. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately. In a big way in, in yeah. modern day society. Yeah. I mean things are easier to get to like food and shit like that is easier to get to but you feel more disconnected. Yeah. And I think nature is one of those ways that you kind of get a pathway back into feeling more spiritual, more connected with nature, more connected with yourself, more connected with the world around you. Mm-hmm. And and so I like shit like that, but I I like the the aspect. You see, for me, I gotta eat. Yeah, I gotta eat, dog. Yeah, yeah. Look, I I could go without some meals and shit like that, but you can't be feeding me fucking pine nuts and and trees for fucking two weeks. No, I get yeah. you. because I I gotta get something there, and I'm not the best fisher in the world. I mean, look at Into the Wild, if you've ever read that book or seen that movie. It, it's a it's a real thing, though. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. He man, just goes out there. The man died. Have you heard that? Into, isn't that a Netflix show? Yeah, it's a movie. It was a movie. Uh, uh, but it was based on a book that was based on a real person. Um, Have you heard about that? Into the Wild. This is pretty interesting. I show. mean, long story short, because I mean, it's a pretty interesting story. Dude comes from a wealthy family in New York. Uh, is about to go to like an I Ivy League college. His parents are like wealthy. You know, he's in that world. Yeah. Fucking hates it though. Like despises his parents. Kind of a rebel. Just like wants to like literally live the complete opposite lifestyle burns his government ids like social security like he wants to go off the grid what yeah. the fuck makes his way from new york to alaska like the final frontier brother <laughs> like the final frontier they call it hey, the hey, final da. frontier like on some roof hey, hey, goes to like not even just like anchorage alaska where there's yeah. like an airport yeah like he goes into alaska right meets this old man that pretty much he tells his plan to like of him going into the wild to this old man and this guy's lived in in pretty much the edge of the wild and he's like you're fucking nuts pops <laughs> gives him boots and like a coat and shit and he's like all right bro i mean i'll i'll leave you to where my truck goes and then it's it's up to you it's up to you what you want to do from there gives him a hunting rifle a knife he, a book of about plants and seeds and like all right bro you want to do it you do it the guy had a death wish honestly like no yeah from what i'm hearing bro the he guy had a death wish. he had a death he just didn't want to commit suicide by blowing <laughs> his fucking brains out. Just wanted like, to start for fucking two months. Yeah. Man, man goes out. I don't know. I, it's been a while since I read the book. Man goes out. Luckily, finds like this magic school bus that was just out there. And he pretty much lived in that because he, bro, he had no tent. He had nothing. And this is Alaska. That's what I'm wilderness. saying. Yeah, the yeah. final frontier. Yeah. They call it the final frontier bro. because that's where the final of the frontiers. <laughs> There's nothing <laughs> else besides Alaska. And I think he lasted 
weeks or something. Oh my like god, that. Weeks? he was on. He was living on seeds and fucking nuts and shit. And I think he ate some. Uh, like poisonous berries or some shit like that. And ended it took up just, him straight out the park. It, it, like, it didn't kill him, but it, it like really got him bad to where he couldn't even go out for food and he just starved. He died. Uh, and they found the magic school wish. bus yeah, later and it was a fucking crazy story and it's a pretty interesting story to, to like look at, but got a death wish, to be honest. You see, I don't want to go camping like that. No, right? that's back not to, camping. Back that's to what camp. I want that's to do camp. is, you know, get an RV or even a, like, I, I'm not against a tent because I've camped in a tent and I like uh, the whole tent thing. It's just how prolonged can I do it? Because, mm. uh, you know, I don't mind making like a fresh brewed coffee. Like I do the whole grinding shit. Yeah, you myself. can do that while you're, you yeah. can do that camping. No, yeah. And it's like easy. You just have to take the, the thing. You, I just need a backpack on me. I'm, I'm pretty low maintenance. I'm just thinking like, yo, at some point, I'm going to want 12 eggs. Yeah. And un choricito de pinga. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, my whole yeah. grill. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, a campfire when it doesn't get going. The first fire, I'm going to have some patience on him. But the 15 <laughs> fire that doesn't get going, I'm going to get a little bit in pinga. Yeah, for sure. Because the fish is going to go bad. That took me two hours to get. Yeah. You know what I mean? And un pecaido. Nothing yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's a small little fish anyways. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's going to be the pinga. But I, I like the whole aspect of camping and, and nature and stuff like that. Like, when we went... um. And it didn't even take much, but like when we went out to to go kayaking and oh um, yeah, Wikiwaki and Wikiwaki Springs, like Fire. even that is a nice connection with nature. Yeah, when you're less immersed in and dude, shit like everyday life, like being told that you have the, that you need a degree or fucking connecting only on social media in some yep. aspect, and the the real the real experience of life is in, is literally just living life and yeah. experiencing life. So I I think camping in a way or connecting with nature in some facet. Is essential to, to the human being. Like you look at this guy Wim Hof. Mm. Next level. Nice man. I think he does it at a at a rate that's like high level, right? Like there's levels to this. Not how yet. how much you interact with society and how much you want to interact with society, and mm-hmm. then there's levels like no, I'm gonna live like Wim Hof. Yeah. Like that's next level frontier shit. But his method, there's a method to his madness. And if you guys haven't heard on the podcast about Wim Hof, they call him the Iceman. Like, that's, that's how, like, official this guy has become yeah. to the point that he has a method to his breathing techniques. He has a method to the way he lives life. He has a method of how much his body tolerates certain temperatures that he has literally changed his, his, his biology. Yeah. Literally. To the point that, uh, Jay, what was it that he survived? Well, he survived, bro. He survived getting injected with E. coli. He what was the mountain Mount Kilimanjaro? He he, he climbed Mount Kilimanjaro, nineteen thousand one hundred twenty six feet, if I'm not mistaken, oh, and and basically a speedo. Yeah, and exactly, just swim shorts. He's done a oh, half marathon on the Arctic Circle barefoot. And wait, I think he broke the record with his group on Mount Kilimanjaro yeah, for like climbing that shit. Thirty hours. There you go. No he- tools, no nipinga. Yeah, there and you then go. Held on to the what, what was it? Oh yeah, so he he held on by a finger. In a in a cliff that's six thousand two hundred fifty six feet. No if way. the math is bad for you, that's about a mile point two. Up, just straight up. Yeah, just straight up in the air with a finger, one finger, dog. And look, I, I you know I'm a guy that's uh that's <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna a, let that marinate. Yeah, yeah, I'm a pretty reasonable guy, right? You tell me some shit, and there's certain things that I will probably believe without a lot of rigorous like conviction. You know, I'm not gonna do heavy research on it. But this guy, I found out about, and I was like, okay, no, fuck this. I need to do some heavy research yeah, yeah. on this shit. Yeah, I need to see what's up. Yeah, I was the same way. When I found out about him, I was like, nah, let me see what he's really doing, what he's really got going on, and he's really doing a couple of crazy things. So, it's interesting. he was submerged in water, full body contact, 
for an hour and 41 minutes in frozen water. In ice water. Was his head above water? He would go and breathe every now and then. No, I like if I'm not mistaken, like an hour and like 40 minutes submerged underwater. No, he would take some breaths. Yeah? Yeah, but he would Bro. hold out like 20 minutes without there's, taking a breath and there's shit. There's no way. There's no way a hundred, an hour and forty minutes. I don't no, know. no, no, it, it, not breathing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's I not. See, I crazy he's not. Too. He's not beyond oxygen. He needs that to function. That's he's not I Chris thought. Angel. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's not the mind freak, bro. But no, there's there's things like yo. First off, all the things, all the like accolades that we're like stating and and shit like that. Like that's something to admire in of itself. Yeah. You sure. look this guy up, and you're expecting someone completely within physical like prowess. You're expecting yeah. someone pretty fucking athletic. You look this guy up. He he looks like uh, your local Publix <laughs> wise guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, your local yeah. CVS. O- a little older gentleman, little like a little seasoned man, yeah. but with a beard and shit like that. Yeah. You wouldn't he expect that from some him. Stories. Yeah, you wouldn't expect that from he him. He probably could tell me a story at a campfire to have a great time with him. No, this guy's breaking records. He's doing a bunch of crazy shit. And then you look at how he's literally fighting infectious diseases. He got injected with the flu. Yeah. Fought it off in twenty four hours. No medicine. No nothing. Fought off E. coli, no medicine, no nothing. E. coli is, is a motherfucker of a bacteria. Yeah, it's a bad bacteria. You get E. coli and most likely you're bedridden. Like, you're going to be at the hospital and it's going to take a lot of manpower to get you back yeah. to, 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 to a healthy point. Mm-hmm. And, yo, he's, he's fighting this shit off. So he wrote a book and in the book he's talking about, like, how his breathing techniques make his, his blood more alkaline. And that's really what brings him... Um, like that level of, of fighting diseases off, but also regulating his body temperature yeah. in fucking freezing cold climates. We're talking about like, yo, the Arctic Circle doing a half marathon. Barefoot. I did 3.5 miles in the fucking beautiful sun, and I thought I was going to fucking pass out. That's crazy. Bro. You know what I'm saying? Like real things that are testing the human limits, and he's doing it off of breathing and the mind. Yeah. How many more times do you think Eddie will bring up the 3.5 miles? No, I think he's just like... Yeah, ingraining it in our I think brain. I did three point five one. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I think I did three point five one. But his breathing techniques and cold showers is really what the book talks about. That changes your your alkaline um blood type, and dog, it it brings you into a more peaceful, more regulated, more like homeostasis to you. I gotta yeah. read more about this guy because I've I've only seen him briefly, and it like that that's how much of an impact he has that I. Bro, I barely know about this guy apart from like what we've talked about like right before the podcast and now. But um, I've seen him a couple times and I'm like, yo, this guy's fucking nuts. And I just heard Iceman and I'm yeah. like, oh, I fucking know that guy. Like the moment that I heard Iceman, I'm like, oh, that's the dude that fucking yep. swims around in a Speedo in, in the Arctic pretty Does much. whatever the fuck he wants. And yeah, I mean, fucking grabs life by the balls. Like that guy can literally do whatever the fuck he wants because he, cause, I mean, I don't know. But that's not what I'm saying. That's like high level, right? I want to find some median in between that. No, yeah. Where like society, it's like high functioning, it's enjoyable, but it's also like, you know, you know where to draw back and be like, there's more to life than this. I think that's just what a meditation is. Yeah. I think, I think it's kind of like a dumbed down. Yeah, it's a dumbed down version of what he's got going. I don't want to say dumbed down in a bad way, but just a simpler version of what Wim Hof has got going on. Like literally taking a couple minutes out of your day. Like who doesn't have... Bro, at least two minutes to sit down there and just think about breathing air in and breathing air out. Just two minutes. Mm-hmm. Now, imagine if you do five minutes a day, ten minutes a day. It's, or just being aware while you're doing something else. Which yeah. is what, what meditation really is and just like being aware and being in the moment. Yeah, being just being present. mindful. Yeah, and I think those, like, I, I was reading, um, it, you guys know Yale gave a free class um, for happiness? 
No, I don't think I heard about that. A lot of IB League schools are doing like free class because shit. of the whole like COVID pandemic and being yeah. indoors and stuff. Harvard's like that. Been, been on that. Yeah, yeah, Harvard's been on it with coding. Yeah, yeah, like MIT has one on the blockchain. Mm-hmm. Crazy. It's MIT man. Yeah, They're giving away fucking free classes, just yeah. information and, and like real courses. No, yeah, 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 exactly. yeah. These yeah, are yeah, rigorous yeah. courses that you would take at the actual school. Yale did one on happiness. I'm not gonna sum up the entire shit for you, but three of the most like beneficial things to bring you ha- more enjoyment, more happiness. The first one, being more present. Mm. The second one, sleeping more often. Mm. Sleeping at least eight yeah. hours. Yeah, that's that's been a big trend now. Like I feel like the last year, people really bringing up the importance of sleep. And then the last one is acts of kindness. Mm. Through acts of service, acts yeah. of kindness, things that are not only for yourself, yeah, will bring you more peace. Will bring you more like consistency and happiness. And the first one, being more present, is literally just meditation. It's about being aware of the moment, being aware of where you're at. It's almost like not doing anything for the sake of doing something. It's just seeing the world around you in a sense. It's the act of nothing. Yeah. Buddhas have been doing this for years. Mm. And now, you know, we talk about it on the podcast all the time. But now with the age of information, like all this shit is so easily accessible that you can incorporate in your life and you don't have to be a Buddhist monk. You don't have to be Wim Hof to learn about those methods, to learn about how they can entice your life in some way, yeah. make you healthier. See how you can apply it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with that, like, you don't have to be, you don't have to be in a, at an extreme, which is what you're saying. You, you can find a happy balance of like yeah. 10 minutes a day, bro. I did 10 minutes of meditation a day for a month. And, and let me tell you, bro, you feel the change. Yeah. You feel what you don't meditate, mm-hmm. like after getting used to it. Like you're, you're just different. Like it, you're just clear minded. It's pretty crazy. And what you were saying, like skydiving, look, mm. I don't give a fuck who you are. You have to be a really calm motherfucker to be free falling in the air by yourself. Yeah. And say, at this exact moment, I have to make the decision to save my own life. Yeah. So that's what you're doing. At this exact moment, I know that this is what I need to do to save my life. Yeah. Oh, this went wrong. Hold on. What's my next step? You have yeah. to be really calm minded to do shit like that. To hike up Angel's Landing. To fucking even. Dog, to, to ma- uh, climb ca- Mount Kilimanjaro 19,000 feet in the air on, on Unatanga. Yeah. Even Unatanga, even if you had full harness, <laughs> yeah, like, everything. You have to be really calm and clear-minded to make good decisions in moments that have a lot of like anxiety built into them. And that's his whole thing with the whole cold showers, like putting your body under some stress. Yeah. It's some stress makes your body better. Because it then makes your mind better. It makes your mind. No, I've I've been here before. Yeah. Done. Yeah. I could I could kind of do this. So that's why I kind of want to get into back into the whole camping and shit like that. Because that's like natural. Like, and on top of that, you're connecting with nature. But it's also like shit happens in camping. Yeah, I, I just feel like there's something beautiful about being being in the elements, bro. Being with the elements and having to set your own and and even camping. Like I haven't done any like primitive backpacking where yeah. it's like, bro, I'm out there for a week. Cause bro, people are out there. Yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People they, are they out really there. Do out this camping. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, they really do this. Shit. And so there's levels to that shit. Yeah. But even just like you know, you're basic. You go to a campground that's already there, and there's a bathroom over there. Like yeah. even that it's nice. is enough to like, yo, you're out there. You maybe see a couple birds. You're out there like. Bro, most of the day you don't hear anything other than like birds chirping and you know the fucking wind. Peace, bro. Like Nothing's it's just peaceful, on. bro. You're yeah. not you're constantly looking on. at your phone, and there's something about that 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 definitely brings you back down to earth, and uh, and it's just something that I feel like all of us kind of have as yes. humans. You yes. know, I, I, you can say that you don't like camping and shit, but 
I feel like if you really put yourself in that situation and try to enjoy it, you would. You, to a certain level, you yeah, would. Yeah, I think, I think it's a little bit in, in everyone there. I do you know for to. sure, though. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I feel pre, like, disposition to see, like, bears as my enemy. Like, I automatically always, every time I've been, like, in some camping shit or, or anything, I'm, I almost kind of think to myself, like, I would hate for a bear to show up here. To see what both of us are made out of, because there's no way that I'm gonna let this motherfucker just walk out of here with my Look, life. Look, I'm gonna be honest. I'm thinking I promise like, you, they scare the fuck out of me, but we, we're gonna have to go toe to toe. Oh, we'll duke it out. I mean, and I'll try to run, but I'm not doing that whole standing in front of it no, and roaring. No. Nah, bro. I mean, I don't know how you guys feel about bears, but I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna tell me. you right now how I feel about them. Every time I'm out there, I'm going with a knife. I'm telling you right now how I feel about them. Look, I'm an animal, and that means I'm either prey or a predator. If a bear comes up to the campsite, I'm gonna be real chill with him. But if a bear comes up to the campsite, yeah, where I'm yeah. at, yep. yeah. where I'm at, I don't know about that. I don't I know you. about him. I'm, I'm I gonna try that. to run and do the whole thing. But you see, what does what what gets me is not bears, mountain lions. Yeah, Have you, you seen see the that, video that of that video? guy? Yeah, that was nuts. Walking backwards. Yeah. Yeah. And the mountain lion, those shits are fast. Yeah, fastest. Fuck. And this is what I said because I was having this conversation the other day with a friend of mine. I'm going to get fucked up by that mountain lion. I know that. But he's going to hate that he picked me. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yep. He's going to hate that he picked me as the guy to fuck up because I'm going after him. Yep. Guts and everything spilling out of me. Yep. I'm going to make him feel me. Yep. And then jokes on him because my my meat is toxic. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So it's going to kill you regardless. Yep, I'm toxic. Yep. So it's going to kill you regardless. But Jokes on you, fuck but boy. on the real shit, you know, conserving nature and all that stuff. Getting back to it is something that I think everybody could enjoy in some sense. And it's important to realize when you need it. Yeah. When you need it. In a way. And, uh, and I have to give a lot of credit to my parents um, for, like, taking me as a kid. It was, like, super, like, camping. You know what I'm saying? It was, like, out in the Keys in a little pop-up van, like, a little pop-up camper. But it was out there. You know what I'm saying? It yeah. was better Still than vibes. nothing. Yeah. And, and so I had that. I have those memories from, like, bro, two to four, two to five years old. Like, three years of, like, every weekend we'd be out there. So like that's that's in me, um, and I, that's something that I like. Whenever I have kids, if I have kids, I'll I'll definitely yes. be like that with yes. them and like, yo, let's go to these national parks and let's yes. learn about this shit and yes. let's go out there and experience like, honestly, yes. Earth, bro, and, and what and and how beautiful this place is. You have yeah. to do it at least. I think at least one time a month in some way, like really connect with it. Mm -hmm. But on an everyday basis, you should enjoy something, something. that it has to... Yo, something. the sun is fucking amazing. The weather's beautiful. Yeah, bro. Yeah. What I would say about dying, though, because the shit that kills you in the wild is not like bears. Not not every time are you going to get mauled by a bear and shit like that. But you eat a berry, oh, yeah, that yeah. might get you the right way and no, you're out yeah, of the park. Yeah. No, if you're on that level, you got to you gotta know your shit. There's a fucking, really know your shit. Yeah, yeah. Remember the book level? I told you about? John Lofty. British uh, Royal Force mm, guard that has survived all over the world and all over... Every single climate and everything. Yeah. You know what's the first thing he tells you? The first and most important thing, if you're ever going to be out in a wilderness by yourself with nothing, the first thing you need is the will to survive. Mm. If you wow. have the will to survive, you got it. You, it's going to be easier for you. And he says, things I thought about. Isn't that crazy? The That's first, crazy. first, first advice. You, you want to live? <laughs> you need All the right. will to live. Yeah. Yeah. Prove right. it to yourself. All yeah. Right. You need the will to live. The first thing, bro, I'm not even kidding. I opened the book. I was... <laughs> God. It's, a, it's a fucking thick ass book and it's That's all about what you could eat out in the wild, different traps you can make, animals that are easier to hunt, like real survival shit. And the first thing, chapter one, the will to survive is up most important about anything else you could learn in this book. That's the first thing he tells you. He's like, I thought about my kids. I thought about my wife. 
I thought about anything that wasn't just me surviving. Yeah. I thought about something greater than me that I had to get back to that nobody else could be a father to my kids. Yeah. Nobody else could be a, a partner to my to my wife. Like I thought about those things and those kept me alive. But in the book, he breaks down for you in pictures and everything. And dog, this is why I love the age of information. Like now, dog, back in the day, hey, you were in the wild and good luck on him. Yep. Yeah. Write the book when you when you survive. Good that. luck, yeah. yeah. Write the book for the motherfuckers that, that aren't in there yet. And John Lofty wrote this shit for you. You can pick it up, take it in your backpack, and you might have some chances out there. And so that's the shit that you need if you're going to go. You know what I find, find crazy about what you just said about this guy? Is that, I mean, realistically, people have been doing that. Mm-hmm. And yeah. with less. Yeah, and with less. exactly. Isn't that fucking nuts? Exactly. The, like what humans can actually like accomplish and what yes. they have accomplished? Bro, look at the Amazon, the tribes out on the Amazon. Yeah. How, those mo- how is there a motherfucker? How is there more than one person on this mm-hmm. earth that can live out on the Amazon? That that right there always has always that blown my mind. Crazy. The one that fucked me up is we wouldn't even found out about him if it wasn't for satellite images. That's exactly crazy. of like li- it's like lidar scanning or some yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, they we were like, what the fuck is this in the trees? Yep. It's in the trees. <laughs> yep. The we're boys. Here. Yep, exactly. We're here. Come the Bitcoin again. boys. The we're, Bitcoin. Yeah, we're camping out. We're Yo. doing the whole thing. <laughs> and that's the shit that bro, been investing. Yep. That people don't understand is this is why it takes me back down to earth when I'm like. Nah, I'm in my crib right now. I have a bed. I yep. have a whole thing. Set AC. Up. I can make chicken nuggets in the in the air fryer <laughs> if I really fryer. want to. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because motherfuckers in Rome were doing it with less. Yeah. And they lasted 400 something years, and they did it with less. Yes, yep. sir. They were air frying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. They were outside air frying. Yep. yep. Literally, dog. <laughs> Bro, and this is why, like, dog, this is completely like off topic, but yo, the preservation of meat. Have you heard about dry aging meat? No. Like now we oh, do dry aging meat and it makes it like tastier. Like yeah. this is like the wagyu shit that you eat. Like dry aging meat is taking away the moisture, making the meat more tender when you cook it and everything. They used to have to do this shit just to be able to conserve it and eat it later. Yeah, now, like we, now do, we just do it for fun. Yeah, now we do it as a novelty. Yeah, at the right temperature, the right climate. Yeah, it, it makes the meat not go bad. Yeah. And the longer you age it, the better it tastes. Yeah. And th- this is not refrigerated, obviously, right? This is in specific temperatures. Like less specific than room temperature? temperature. Le- less than room temp, but like not... Exactly, cold. exactly. So it's like where bacteria won't destroy the meat and where it's not cold enough to like now you're just freezing the meat. Yeah. Because freezing the meat is just you, you freeze the steak whenever you're, you're not going to oh, use back it. Back then, I mean, there was nothing to freeze. It exactly. was unless you lived in fucking... So there's people that somehow like humans have been doing it for hundreds of years, but somewhere in the earth... Someone realized that the temperature was great enough that if they hung meat and dry aged it, that it would be able to be eaten six months from now. And dog, this is how society, like, like this is how civilizations really took off. Out, bro. Like, yeah. And yeah. this is why we have to give credit to our ancestors. Yeah, they were yeah, on yeah. some shit. Oh no, they're the real, like you guys said, the real wild west, like the real, the, the real thing, ones. Uh, Manifest destiny, dog. Go get this and land. Those people too. And figure it out. And those people were crazy. And the people that lived there before them, the native communities, like. Oh yeah. Those motherfuckers too, bro. Like it's just like, <laughs> I don't know. Like people can't like complain about going camping and shit. And oh, I gotta sleep on the floor on a sleeping bag. That's all. Bro, they, yep. bro, they had nothing. Yeah. They were sleeping on maybe yeah. an animal's fur. Literally, that they had maybe. the fucking. Destroy, bro. If not, they were getting fucking. Oh, you're sleeping bag. You're complaining about cushion. Motherfuckers didn't find out what cushion was until like a thousand years into like human like advancement. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the thing, cushion. You're mad about cushion. And the thing about and you know what now (laughs) fucks me up because now I think about it. Damn, I'm soft. Like cold showers. Like I can't do that. (laughs) 
motherfuckers were jumping in the river because they're like, Papi, that's the only shower. Yeah. The Still doing river. that, by the way. Or, or think about, you think about cold showers, think about years back. Like, people didn't even have clothes to the level like we have. Like, Adrian right now, he's wearing, like, some, like, sweatpants, joggers, a nice flannel long sleeve. Like, they didn't have that level of, like, protection. You know, they had to get, okay. like big buffalo fur and it was like heavy and it's just not it's and just to not get, efficient to get buffalo fur pops yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah you gotta take it from have you them? seen a buffalo you, you gotta go take it from them yeah. and i pull up to h&m and they got the deals for no. me there no problem yeah, 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 yeah. you know what i mean like that's what the, the fuck shit, are we talking about that's it was the shit that fucks me it was for real survival of the fittest and if you don't think it's cold outside i'm telling you you, you think you might think it's hot let the temp let it be nighttime stand outside of your house naked and tell me it's not fucking cold <laughs> You'll yeah. freeze your dick off. No matter where you're Even at. Here in Miami. Yeah, yeah, Even yeah, here in yeah. Miami. You'll freeze your dick off. Because it's some real shit. 100%. So that's why I feel like there's an appreciation. And, and that's why I think camping and being in nature, yo, gives you the appreciation of shit like that. Like, you know, you're cozy as fuck at the end of the day in some way. If you're listening to this podcast, you're probably driving in your car. You're at home. You're Eating hanging yogurt. out. You're, you're hanging out. Yeah. And, yo, camping will bring back gratitude in your life yeah. like that in two seconds. Yeah. In two seconds. There's no microwaves out in nature. No. Like just that, just getting back to a microwave, you'll be like, damn. And you know, you know, wow. Microwaves are like a recent 80 year thing. 80 years ago, they didn't even have them. Yeah. Microwaves are super recent, but that now you can heat up your food in two seconds. You don't even need a gas, a gas oven, nothing. I can have macaroni and cheese in two minutes. Easy, Mac. Just put some water on that bitch. And so I think that's where like, uh, where abundance, we're having too much yeah for us and having society throw in a bunch of information and all this shit at one time like kind of ruins what you should be grateful for Mm -hmm. and yo those those three things in yale were were the big selling points for me and if anyone's listening to the podcast i think the biggest three takeaways for this is uh is yo gratitude presence Mm -hmm. and sleep Mm -hmm. those three things will get you far as far as what you're feeling and where you're feeling i love that uh, this has been franchise audio. Hell yeah, it has. And with Adrian. And with Adrian. Back. Good to be back, boys. Yo, it's bro, so good glad to have, have you back, back bro. For Thank real. you, bro. Thank you. I didn't think I'd say that. I mean, I've never heard you say that in your life, which is fucking crazy. And we got it recorded, so I, yep. I'm going to have that sound bite for, uh, so for a while. So fuck me. Yep. <laughs> no, but I, I got to be honest, man. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. For sure, bro. Hell yeah. I appreciate you. it. Hell and yeah. these are the, the, the conversations and topics that I feel like um, we always talk about in general. It's always a fun time to, to talk about these things because this is just how we are. But, yo, if you're listening to this podcast and maybe you're like not new to this information or maybe this is completely new information for you, what I love saying is... um. Is, is anything you're adding to your life, work on it with conviction. Mm-hmm. Try it out for yourself yeah. and see where it takes you. Yeah. And again, thanks for, for bringing so much perspective into the podcast of real real fun shit that you're doing. Thank you, but bro. in general. Thank you, bro. Uh, and if I could just say one last thing, it's oh, yeah. uh, that, that I've gotten from, from going skydiving and having that experience is, bro, try new things, man. Expose yourself yeah. as much as you possibly can. You know, be smart about it. You know, like know your risks if you're going to do something like skydive. But, um, Get out there and and dude, do something new. Like put yourself out in a new uh, in a new situation and and never comply, bro. Uh, just just uh, live your life into the wild. Into the wild.